The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. DraftKings brings you same-game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more. You can download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code VOXMMA. That's code VOXMMA for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Or in West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 and over, age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash bball for eligible and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. You're listening to the Vox Media Podcast Network. MMA Fighting presents 2020 Fight of the Year. At number five, Justin Gaethje versus Tony Ferguson, UFC 249. Glass half empty view, this is the fight that padded down the dirt on Habib Nurmagomedov versus Tony Ferguson ever happening. Glass half full, we might not see another fight as viscerally impactful as this one anytime soon. Let's get one talking point out of the way right now. When this fight was waved off in the fifth round, Ferguson actually had the cojones to voice his displeasure with the stoppage. According to the stats, he'd absorbed 100 head strikes up to that point. He wanted more. More punches to the head from Justin Gaethje. Were this any other man, that would seem strange. But it's become par for the course for Ferguson. His fight with Gaethje was just another example of El Kukui being too tough for his own good. Gaethje was the perfect dance partner for Ferguson in many ways. One of the few men on the planet who can match Ferguson's unique combination of non-stop aggression, uninhibited striking, and sheer fearlessness. He's not the kind of fighter who would be discouraged by Ferguson absorbing his hardest shots. He'd just make sure to throw harder next time. It was actually Ferguson who scored the most devastating blow of the opening two rounds, smoking Gaethje with an uppercut that buckled the highlight at the buzzer. That prompted Gaethje's coach, Trevor Whitman, to offer some key advice, telling Gaethje to take just a little off of his strikes. As it turned out, 90% of Gaethje's punching power was more than enough to get the job done. Every punch that Gaethje and Ferguson landed echoed through the empty arena in Jacksonville, Florida, replacing the roar of the crowd. Even those of us watching at home got a strong sense of what it was like to be in the same room as this titanic clash. 
So when Gaethje turned up the heat in round five and forced referee Herb Dean to step in, it wasn't too upsetting, even with Ferguson still on his feet. Gaethje became a UFC champion that day with an interim designation, but a champion all the same. While he'd fall short of earning undisputed status five months later, he still holds a title that no one else can claim. He's the only fighter to ever defeat Ferguson via strikes. All he had to do was go to hell and back to pull it off. I'm sore, my elbow's sore from blocking the kicks. My finger hurts from punching his tooth. Um, but man, I don't look that bad, huh? For fighting Tony Ferguson. Number four, Josh Emmett versus Shane Burgos, UFC Vegas 3. Pound for pound, there might not have been a harder-hitting fight in 2020. The phrase bomb fest comes to mind when discussing Josh Emmett versus Shane Burgos, a featherweight encounter that was a potential show-stealer when it was booked and a surefire fight-of-the-year candidate when it was over. What's the most impressive part of this fight? Emmett's absurd right-hand bombs? Burgos walking Emmett down and firing as if he wasn't at risk of getting KO'd at any second? How about Emmett fighting on one leg after injuring his left knee in round one? It was later revealed that Emmett tore his ACL, sprained and partially tore his MCL, and also injured his femur and tibia. When Emmett dropped Burgos early in the third, it was almost a relief. It showed that Burgos was actually human. Or at least it did until he suffered a second knockdown that would have had the average person curling up into a ball and praying for the referee to save them. Instead, Burgos got back up and finished the fight, looking like he was just warming up when the final buzzer sounded. Emmett came out on top, halting Burgos's rise for now and keeping himself in the thick of the featherweight contender's race. Whenever he's healthy and ready to compete again, it's doubtful that too many fighters are going to line up for the kind of fight he and Burgos gave each other. At number three, Dustin Poirier versus Dan Hooker. UFC Vegas 4. Dan Hooker was arguably the hottest lightweight in the UFC heading into this fight with Dustin Poirier. The hangman had won seven of his last eight fights, not only putting on some of the most entertaining fights in all of MMA, but also establishing himself as a legitimate title challenger. A win over Poirier coming off of his own bid for the lightweight championship would all but guarantee him a future headlining slot on pay-per-view. Hooker's exquisite range striking and brutal clinch work gave him the early advantage against Poirier, though the diamond pressed on as he calculated how to close the distance without Hooker slicing him to pieces. He found a way, and soon they were trading freely, with both fighters bloodied and bruised by the end of the second round. It went exactly as you'd expect a fight between two of the most reliable action fighters around to go. The only question was whether it was time for Hooker to make that last step towards greatness. Poirier firmly held his position, maintaining a steady pace as he took Hooker's best shots and tested Hooker's chin with his own haymakers. When Hooker changed tactics and attempted to out-wrestle Poirier, it nearly spelled Hooker's doom. Poirier's ground superiority saw him dominate the fourth round, and he likely would have won by submission or ground and pound if it wasn't for Hooker's uncanny resilience. 
Poirier ended up beating Hooker by decision, but it's just as accurate to say he outlasted him. What a brutal and beautiful and bloody battle. In a division that produces dozens of fantastic fights every year, this one stood above the rest. Number 2. Devison Figueredo versus Brandon Moreno at UFC 256. Devison Figueredo and Brandon Moreno reminded us of a simple, inarguable fact. Flyweight's rule. Heading into his first UFC title fight, Moreno's story was as incredible as that of any contender. The lowest seeded fighter of the 16 contestants on The Ultimate Fighter 24, Moreno was eliminated in the first round of that season's tournament, won his first three UFC fights, headlined a show in Mexico City, and then found himself released less than 18 months after making his Octagon debut. Figueredo had a more traditional route to championship glory, though his story isn't without its quirks. A former hairdresser and sushi chef, among other pre-UFC occupations, Deus Taguerra has always had the skills to rule a division. But there was the question of whether he could consistently make championship weight, something he failed to do in his first bid for a title against Joseph Benavides. That meant beating Benavides twice, which he did spectacularly, and then recording another fast finish of Alex Perez to secure his first title defense. Little did Figueredo and Moreno know they'd be called upon to do something no fighters had ever done in UFC history. 21 days. That was the turnaround for the flyweight stars, who immediately went from UFC 255 to UFC 256, so that December 12th pay-per-view would have a title fight on it after several other championship matchups fell through. In the end, it's hard to imagine any of them topping what Figueredo and Moreno did. Benavides and Perez failed to make it out of the first round in their championship challenges, and while Moreno had never been finished, it wouldn't have surprised anyone if Figueredo dispatched him with the same swiftness. But Moreno was no walkover. He took the fight to Figueredo from the opening bell, competing with the reckless abandoned temerity that had won over fans since the first time they'd seen his boyish grin grace their television screens. Moreno might always look like he's just happy to be there, but he wasn't playing around with the UFC title within reach. Figueredo showed the poise of a champion, welcoming Moreno's ferocity and reminding the challenger why few dared to go toe-to-toe with him. Still, Moreno came forward. The action was marred somewhat by a low blow in round three that cost Figueredo a point, which occurred after an eye poke that Figueredo was not penalized for and a questionable 10-9 scorecard for Moreno in round five. After all of the chaos, we were left without a winner, though Figueredo did enough to retain his title. These two are likely to meet in an immediate rematch soon, and while it's hard to imagine the sequel being better than the original, you know damn well they'll risk it all to outdo themselves. The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook an official sports betting partner of the NBA. DraftKings brings you same-game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more. 
Don't miss out as the NBA postseason winds down. And new customers to DraftKings can bet 5 bucks to get 150 in bonus bets instantly. You can download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code VOXMMA. That's code VOXMMA for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Or in West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 and over, age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash bball for eligible and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. And the number one fight of the year, Dong Wei Li versus Joanna Yun Jacek. UFC 248, headlined by Adesanya versus Romero. Legend has it that if UFC fights didn't have a five-round limit, these two would still be slinging leather. Song Weili had taken the strawweight division by storm, winning her first four UFC fights to bolster her pro record to 20-1 and and completely obliterating Jessica Andrade in just 42 seconds to become the UFC champion. Still, there was plenty of reason to be skeptical of her chances in her first title defense. Standing across from her at UFC 248 was the 115-pound goat, Joanna Jacek. The Polish star had successfully defended that same belt five consecutive times and only lost to Rose Namajunas and Valentina Shevchenko, the latter at 125 pounds. There was a reason that her nickname was Joanna Champion. The preview for this fight pitted Zhang's power versus Yin Jacek's precision. Explosive finishing ability versus death by a thousand cuts. The new champ versus the old guard. And after 25 minutes, we all knew we had seen the best versus the best. At a glance, you wouldn't know that Yin Jacek was the challenger. She stalked Zhang with the same confidence that she had during her title reign and landed with the sharpness and accuracy we'd grown accustomed to. The thing is, Zhang was right there with her, punch for punch and kick for kick. Outside of the Nama Yunus fights, Yun Jacek had rarely been challenged in the stand-up department. It had become a familiar sight to see her outstrike and outpace her foes. That wasn't going to happen with Zhang. Rewatch the fight, and you'll swear there was an invisible tether between Zhang and Yun Jacek. Except for in-between rounds, they were never far from each other, always ready to throw. This wasn't a wild brawl either. They took their time picking their shots and assaulting every inch of the human body that they could reach. Sizzling combinations, perfectly timed counters, raging flurries. 
there was hardly a moment for them to catch their breath, and the same was true for the entranced audience. It didn't stop. For five classic rounds, it just didn't stop. In fact, according to the stats, the striking output increased as the fight went on. Even as they did their best to permanently rearrange each other's faces, an accidental headbutt that later caused Yan Jacek's forehead to swell to the size of a melon didn't help things. Neither showed any quit. This was one of the most majestic dogfights you will ever see. If the quality of a title fight is defined by its championship rounds, then this may have been the greatest UFC title fight ever. They saved the best for the last 10 minutes, leaving it all in the octagon and leaving everyone wanting more. The end result was a split nod in favor of Zhang, who is destined to cross paths with Yun Jacek again someday. Yun Jacek suffered her fourth straight loss in a championship fight, but this performance will be remembered as one of the best of her storied career, regardless of who had their hand raised. It's fitting that this bout took place on the last UFC event of 2020 before the pandemic changed everything. Because until fans can attend fights again, this will serve as a reminder of the magic that can happen when a live crowd gets to witness two all-time greats at the peak of their powers. Nine months later, people are still talking about it. Expect that to still be the case 90 years from now. Media Podcast Network. The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. DraftKings brings you same game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more. You can download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code VOXMMA. That's code VOXMMA for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just five bucks. Only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Or in West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 and over. Age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash bball for eligible. And deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources.